Good morning, listeners. Max O'Brien here for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is day 134 of our broadcast, which means we've been doing this for almost six months. On the one hand, I feel like we've been doing this for a long time. It's gotten to be such a regular part of my life and something constant that we do every day. On the other hand, six months isn't very long. I've left bills unpaid for longer than that. I've had relationships shorter than that. I may or may not have had leftovers in my fridge for that long. Do I sound like I'm stalling? I am. I thought Agnes was on her way in here to do the broadcast with me. I actually thought she was literally about to walk in here, so I went ahead and started. I don't have anything prepared to talk about today. Agnes had something on her mind that she hadn't shared with us yet, so when she does get in here, I'm going to turn the mic over to her and let her get out whatever it is she's thinking about. Agnes, get in here! Okay, um, if she's not on her way in, I'd better come up with something to talk about here quick, because we have an agreement not to waste the day's allotted gas on talking about nothing, which... I have just done for over a minute already. Um, let's see. Usually when the broadcast is up to me, I've got an idea about something that is more or less well thought out that I'm presenting for consideration. I've got a couple of ideas I'm mulling over at the moment, but nothing that I'm ready to put out there just yet. Uh, I still think my prions idea was pretty good. Uh, hmm. Got no news from the lighthouse about any particular congregation of zombies to report at the moment. None of us have gone over there recently. That's something we could do in a future broadcast, give you an auditory tour of the lighthouse. While it looks pretty big from the outside, the lighthouse is actually pretty small on the inside, kind of a reverse TARDIS. It was built with walls up to three feet thick so it can withstand anything the sea throws at it, which it's done successfully for over a hundred years. That doesn't leave a whole lot of extra space for big rooms inside. Uh, The stairway going up is so narrow that two adults can hardly pass each other going opposite ways. (laughs) It has its charms, though, as you can imagine. Agnes talks about someday turning it into a cozy, romantic bed and breakfast. Getting back to normal is such a big thing with Agnes. She talks a lot about ideas and things to do once all this is over. That's a big part of hope for Agnes, uh, is hope for the future. Well, that's another topic for another broadcast. Hope for today versus hope for the future. That would be an interesting conversation to have on the air. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of interesting conversations on the air. Um, We seem to be better at offering interesting conversations than we are at offering any kind of practical advice. Bill doesn't think that we offer enough practical survival knowledge on our broadcast. It's partly because the three of us feel like we don't really have a whole lot we can offer anyone. As Bill has pointed out, we have it relatively easy here. We have a fortified and safe bunker, as he calls it. Uh, We're in an area that has decent scavenging. We have the Marine Science Building adjacent to us, which has proven to be incredibly valuable for survival supplies. And we're right on the coast, uh, which has kept us very well fed. We're not struggling daily for food, water, and safety. Uh, Yeah, it takes a lot of work sometimes, but we aren't out there fighting for our lives and barely scraping by. We're really lucky. That said, we don't feel like there is a whole lot we can offer by way of advice to people who are. 
had we been broadcasting in the early days, maybe there would have been a lot more that we could have offered as far as the basics, like building a fire or scavenging advice. But everyone who survived those first three months, not to mention this far, pretty much has the basics covered by now. How many potential listeners out there need tips on killing a zombie? If you've made it this far, then you've already done it. You've figured it out, and you have a few experiences under your belt. People like Wade and Bill, who are out there in the thick of it, are better versed on real survival skills and what it takes to make it out there. What we have to offer is something different. We've taken it upon ourselves to provide another kind of service that isn't about setting better snares and more efficient purification of drinking water. We're not a broadcast of survival. We're a broadcast of hope. Keeping hope alive in a time of darkness is a part of survival, too. We wrap it up telling our listeners to take care of each other because that's part of what this broadcast is about. We're creating community in a time of isolation. We're trying to bring encouragement into a time one could easily fall into despair. Agnes talks about nurturing your soul. If you're out there without books to read and people to share time with, you have us, if only for five minutes a day. I think we're pretty entertaining, too. Maybe tomorrow we'll get back on here with some jokes. Actually, I've got a good one. (laughs) Dr. Clark told this one the other day. How long was Cain mad at his brother? As long as he was able. Hey, Max. Sorry I'm late, but I was prepping for today's broadcast. I found a copy of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I wanted to read some Vogon poetry on air. Isn't that the worst poetry in the galaxy? Yep. Listeners, you're in luck. By starting early, I have saved you from this fate worse than death. Hey! Until tomorrow, take care of each other.